The Good Way has been and continues to be a journey for me personally and is one I'm excited to be inviting you to join me on. It's about providing an understanding of the scriptures to free you to know that you can choose to eat and live according to God's original design, even today in our modern society, and be in line with scripture, God's heart and intent, and receive God's blessing and benefits in your body, your environment, and in your relationships. Last week, we looked at seeking first the kingdom of God. How this journey along the good way is a journey in learning to seek first the kingdom of God, where mindfulness, thankfulness, consistency and creativity are the tools we use to seek first the kingdom of God with passion, persistence and preparedness. This week, we'll be looking at why consistency is so important. Hi, I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, a master herbalist, and an essential oil specialist. There are three things I've been passionate about since I was young and studied in depth. Health and nutrition, the environment, and the Bible. The good way is where these three come together. In Jeremiah 6.16 it says, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. The good way is about rediscovering the principles and plan God laid out for our blessing and benefit, and putting that plan into action. The good way is not about all or nothing thinking. It's about making choices. It's about choosing daily, moment by moment, to walk according to God's perfect plan for us. We won't always make the right choices. We won't always choose the right path, but we can always, always choose again. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are permissible, but not all things are profitable. Welcome to The Good Way. So, I have a confession to make. On this journey that is The Good Way, I still haven't got there yet. I still have to work hard each and every day to walk the walk. And I don't always succeed. I know the steps and I can dance the dance and I love to do so. It gives me great joy. But there are times when I get off track. Derailed would be a better term for it sometimes. This happened recently. It wasn't anything bad or dramatic. I just got busy doing what needed to be done. This Thanksgiving, I had a delightful First Foods feast planned and was going to have friends over for dinner. I had the timing for everything all worked out, my time blocking in place and my schedule arranged. But then, circumstances changed. Work called and asked if I could pick up a shift as someone had called out. My friends were no longer able to come to us. So the whole feast would have to be prepared at home and brought to them. The time I had allotted for writing and recording and everything else I needed to do was swallowed up by other things. But I persevered. I got the next episode out only a couple of days past the time I had set for myself. Not so bad, right? Well, the next week... Something else came up. There were things to make, 
things to do around the house, Christmas presents to make. And as I was just so tired and overwhelmed and the time just got away from me. But I got another episode out. A few days late, but that's not so bad, right? And this week came around and I still had other things to do. And the Holy Spirit, who had been reminding me all along to get back to doing my time blocking and putting a plan in place for each week and day, started to really convict me about my inconsistency. And this is what he said. Your consistency in how you manage your time is the outward working of your faithfulness to do what God has called you to do. And your consistency in eating right is the outward working of your faithfulness to achieve the health and wellness goals you've set for yourself. The good way is the job God has given you to do. You wouldn't waste your time at work the way you do at home. You need to give the good way as much attention and priority as you do your other work. You need to be faithful to treat the good way as your most important work. Consistency is the outward working of faithfulness. Wow, that really hit me. By being inconsistent with my time management, I was being unfaithful to God and what he has called me to do. And by being inconsistent in my eating, I was being unfaithful to myself. Because yes, my eating had got gone out the window with everything else. Because convenience eating is almost never healthy eating. You see, although my excuse for getting the podcast out late over Thanksgiving was justifiable. It opened the door for other justifiable excuses. None of them were bad things. But if I had been consistent with my time blocking and scheduling and prioritised my time doing what God has called me to do, I have no doubt that I would have had the time to do it all. Because God is faithful. God is consistent in honouring the principles that he has set out in Scripture. When we honour God with our time, the time that we have becomes more than enough. This principle is set out in Scripture in both the Old and New Testaments. When we give God the little we have, he will multiply it and make it more than enough. We have the example in 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7, of the widow and the jar of oil. The widow of one of the company of the prophets comes to Elisha because her husband is dead and debt collectors are coming to take her sons. Elisha asks her what she has in the house and she says only a small jar of oil. So Elisha tells her and her sons to collect as many jars and containers as they can find and and borrow, not just a few. And when they have done this, he says to pour out the oil into the containers. The oil from that one small jar does not run out until the last container that they collected is filled. And the widow goes and sells the oil and pays off the debt. But not just that, she has enough left over for her and her sons to live on. 
By being faithful and consistent in what the prophet of God tells her to do, she positions herself to receive the abundance God has for her and her sons. In 1 Kings 17, 7 through 16, we have the example of another widow. There is a famine in the land and God has been sustaining Elijah through different miraculous ways at this time. God tells Elijah to go to a certain town and there would be a widow there who will feed him until the famine is ended. So he heads to the town and he finds the widow and asks her for a small jar of water and a piece of bread. She tells him that she only has a small handful of flour in a bowl and a little oil and was about to make a meal for herself and her son so that they may eat it and then die. Elijah's response is, okay, do what you've said, but first make me a small cake of bread and bring it to me and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord God of Israel says, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. So she does as Elijah says, and there was food every day for Elijah and the widow and her family, not just her son, but the whole family were fed. By being faithful to give first to God, by feeding Elijah first, then she and her son, she positioned herself to receive not just enough for her and her son, but for her whole family also, for as long as it was needed. In the New Testament, we have the examples of the feeding of the 5,000 and the feeding of the 4,000. Two very similar miracles with a few significant differences. In the feeding of the 5,000, which would have been closer to 20,000 people as only the men were counted in those days, Jesus takes five loaves and two fish and blesses them and divides them. And from those five loaves and two fish feeds the whole crowd, all 20,000 of them. And at the end, the disciples gather up what's left and there are 12 baskets of food left over. In the feeding of the 4,000, again, this would have been closer to 18,000. The disciples have seven loaves and a few small fish. Jesus takes those loaves and the few fish and blesses and divides them and not only feeds the whole crowd, but there are seven baskets of food left over. In each of these examples, what little they had was nowhere near enough to do the job. But because the people involved were willing to give their little to God first, what they had was multiplied to become far more than enough. And this goes back to what we talked about last time. Seek first the kingdom of God. When we give to God first our time and our resources, when we seek his face and his purposes and plans first, everything else we need will be added to us. By honouring God first with our time and our resources, we position ourselves to receive the fullness of what God desires to give us. 
and he is always true to himself and the principles he set out in Scripture. Because I had not been faithful to honour God first with my time, by being consistent with my time management and prioritising the work he has called me to do, the rest of my time became once again insufficient to get everything done that I needed to do. I became overwhelmed and started eating for convenience rather than for blessing and benefit and as an act of worship to God. And because of this, my energy levels and my mood suffered, not to mention my health and wellness. The good news is that that's not the end of the story. I can now get right back on track. I can go back to time blocking and scheduling the work I do for the good way so that it is given first priority over all of the other things that need to be done. And I know that I will once again have more than enough time to get everything done. If in the lead up to Thanksgiving, I had prioritised my time and been consistent in the schedule, I'd set to get the podcast out, made that my first priority, which is what I would have done for any other employer then I would have had more than enough time to get everything else done and I wouldn't have set myself up to get sidetracked by other things. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not beating myself up over this. I'm just speaking what I know to be true. God is faithful with the little we give him to multiply it and make it more than enough. But when we fail to give him first the little we have, it remains insufficient and we become overwhelmed by the lack and the need and trying to do it on our own. It's our choice. We can position ourselves to see God bless and multiply what we have by giving it to him. Or we can hold on to what we have and try to make do. This is not what God wants for us. He wants us to live in a place of abundance. But we can only do that by positioning ourselves to receive, by showing ourselves faithful to God and his purpose and plan for us through consistently, day by day and moment by moment, living by his principles that he has set out in scripture. We never lose by giving our all to God. He will always outgive us. When we step out of that place, no longer positioning ourselves to receive what God has for us. It's not an instantaneous drying up of the blessing and provision of God. He doesn't say, oh, there, she's gone off track. Oh, not giving anything to her. He calls to us, reminds us that we need to keep ourselves positioned to receive. But if we continue to ignore the nudges of the spirit and continue in our own strength, we will eventually start to see the lack. But the moment we recognise that we are not where we need to be, we can realign ourselves, get back on track. And this is what the good way is all about. Remember, it's a journey. You will not always make the right choices. I know I don't. You will not always choose the right path. But you can always, always choose again. If you would like some support on this journey, I'd be happy to help you. I offer personal and small group coaching 
And you can find out more about that by clicking on the link in the notes for this podcast. Join me next week when we ask the question, is convenience the enemy of consistency? As we continued our journey along the good way. Thank you for listening. I'm Jenna and this is The Good Way. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review. I'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted you, or you can leave any questions you have. I'll be happy to answer them for you in future podcasts. And please share this podcast with your friends. You can take a screenshot of this page and share it to your social media pages, or take a screenshot of your review and post that. If you'd like to help keep The Good Way on the air, you can support The Good Way on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. I'm Jenna Jandro, walking with you on The Good Way.